All right, what's up? There, this is essentially a breaking podcast that we're recording right now. I don't got Mac. Instead, I got my fellow co-worker and friend, Matt Cather. How are you doing today, Matt? Man, it's good to be here. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to talk about everything that's going on. This is this is crazy, honestly. Yeah, so if you don't know what's going on in the NBA, you, don't, you clearly were not up at 1 a.m. on Saturday morning. Even then, but by now, you better know. You better know. <laughs> well, if you don't know, I'll give you guys a quick refresher. This audio will clearly explain what's going on. That's courtesy of Scooter Magruder, I can't say his name properly, from YouTube and Twitter, who's just known for his NBA takes. He does some good football ones, too. Yeah, he's a big Cowboys fan. Yeah, he's a big Cowboys fan, but he does the perfect reactions when it comes to NBA free agency, and that was just the perfect, I thought, what had to be the perfect way of explaining. Kawhi has signed to L.A., which a lot of people were saying, oh, he's definitely going to L.A., it's confirmed, he's going to L.A., they said that he's going to the Lakers. No. No. He's going to the Clippers. He's going to the Los Angeles Clippers. And he he's not the only one going to LA either. He, yeah. Paul George had requested a trade quietly in the night and this Oklahoma decide decide, "All right, let's get the best out we can out of this and trade him to the Clippers in return for Shea Gilgis Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, five first round picks." Mm. And mm-hmm. two pick swaps, which is just a—that's a, a haul. Monumental. It's Spurs not even get anything close to that. I—I—I I, I, I mean, in my opinion, is as big as that is for the Clippers. Obviously, hey, Oklahoma City won that trade, though. I mean, you got to at least say that. But I mean, I get why the Clippers did it. It works out both ways. It's—I'm not sure. <sighs> We'll get back to that. We'll come back to that. Yeah, that's because I have a, t- I have a, I have a really. few things I gotta say about that. But we'll stick on. Top. Are, but were so you much. were you following Twitter at all with the fake resources and, or, of everyone doing saying that or like what's his damn name? Um, Ari Abraham saying that. Oh, it's confirmed. It's, he's definitely going to the Lakers. No, honestly, I I I tried to I tried to tune it out. Because you know Kawhi wasn't talking that much. Exactly. I, if there's one person you could, um, the one person like in the league that I was like, like we're gonna know, and we're gonna know for sure. But like the rumors, there's not gonna be like all those rumors are definitely fake. I don't feel like there's any leak. There's ever a leak with him, you know. Yeah, and there was even a report saying that Kawhi's camp purposely did not want any leaks, and that was gonna really yeah, for sure run his decision. But. All this stuff was coming from all these small reporters saying that they had their sources, 
which saying that Kawhi was definitely going to be a Laker. It was already chosen yeah. a week ago and crap like that. I so, didn't think he was ever going to be a Laker. I thought if I thought the Clippers had a better chance throughout this process. Yeah, there were in my mind because they had so much money and they could offer, you know. Yeah, in my mind there was so many different factors. The one biggest thing you got to think as as since this is a Spurs podcast, Matt yeah. is more general NBA as a whole. Yeah. But going into this, I had to think into the mindset of sure. Uncle Dennis where he's thinking about Kawhi's brand and the money that can generate. Yeah. There were only really two options to me, Clippers and Toronto. I didn't think the Lakers could be a real option because mm-hmm. he'd be playing second to, or third fiddle to LeBron and Anthony Davis. And I mean, I think it was set from the beginning. Kawhi was never going to play with LeBron. That's why I was kind of like, yeah, I, I don't think Kawhi ever thought about playing with LeBron. And people always said, oh, he always wanted to go L.A. He's like, yeah, he wanted <laughs> to go L.A. at one point, but that was before LeBron. Yeah. And luckily there's another L.A. team in that area, For too. Sure. And I thought. Maybe the two best teams to form Toronto because he would have a whole country for yeah. his brand, or goes to L.A. but the Clippers side and be essentially fighting, fighting LeBron for that fame, which he can really win. Were you leaning honestly? Were you leaning more towards Toronto? Or, I was. Or I was LA? leaning towards Toronto because I wanted, I wanted it. I didn't it, think he'd leave. I wanted the power to stay <clears> balanced. <throat> also, yeah. want him to stay East because. Yeah. As a Spurs fan, you want as le- you want the competition not to be yeah, as for stacked sure, for sure. And if he's in the East, that makes it one less team mm-hmm. going up against the Spurs. Yeah, but I'm okay with this Clippers one because the Spurs overall <clears throat> win a trade. Yeah, because the Spurs would win the trade as and yeah, Toronto may have got the ring, but they didn't keep them. They didn't keep any of the players that they signed. They tra- got in the trade. So yeah, but I mean, I guess if. From a Toronto standpoint, I bet you they were willing. Like now that they won the championship, it was always it was worth it. For yeah, sure. it was. Yeah, it's worth it. It was worth it. From you know, looking back, both both teams kind of won now. Yeah, it's to bo- a certain extent. You yeah, know? both teams won in their own way. Yeah, yeah, where exactly. Absolutely. Toronto, they wanted to do the win now, yeah, and they won it. They won it. While the Spurs were looking, yeah, let's in get let's get let's get some in future based off this. Yo, and Lonnie they, Walker looking good in the summer Lonnie league. Walker, well, Lonnie Walker. That boy's gonna be something else. Yeah, but he was tearing it up. Overall, the Spurs got Demar Derozan, Jakob Pertl, and then Keldon Johnson with the 29th pick, yeah. which Keldon Johnson looks pretty good, damn good himself too. Yeah, but so but <clears throat> this trade does so much in the span of affects the whole league. Yeah. One, the the power is balanced. All is well in the universe of the NBA. <laughs> yeah, because everything is now balanced. But there's a couple super teams. I want to say I want to say there there's no definitive super team. I would say you don't there think are, so. Not a super team. I'd well, say I th- think the Warriors are still a super team. I don't think so. As long, especially if they keep Boogie, bro. D'Angelo's adding D'Angelo's an awesome piece. Now huh. you could just put Steph at the two. The thing is though, what I don't think D'Angelo would be staying there once Clay gets back though. We'll even see, if yeah. even if that is the plan, because there's some reports. There are some reports I hear that. D'Angelo could easily be just another trade asset for them. To get man, someone... I feel bad for him. So the guy deserves a place, man. But I think he got I, really got the short I think, end stick. I think Golden State will keep him. Yeah, I think so. But too. then say Clay comes back near February, then I, then D'Angelo might be dished out. I feel like like they would get rid of Clay over him. I mean, D'Angelo is just so young at this point, you know. 
Possibly. You got, at that point, you got to look for the future. But you have two point guards, though. Yeah, you still have sure. the, you have a great you have the best point guard in the league, yeah. arguably with Steph Curry. Best, I agree. and then you got probably one of the better young players with with D'Angelo. Yeah. D'Angelo's an all star level talent. Yeah, for sure. I want to say it's a super team yet because Clay's yeah. out for the majority of this season. Yeah. So it's still Draymond, D'Angelo, and well, yeah, Steph. yeah, I get that. I'm just looking into kind of the future. Yeah, in the future there is that's I think that could be considered a super team. Yeah, but I think they are. But it's also not an all-around super Depends team. Depends on what Boogie does, it's a, too. It's a super team that's built around guards. Yeah. And I I think with the money situation, Boogie isn't re-signing. Hey, and I, one thing I was really, I think this trade does is it really affects the whole NBA landscape. It does. Like it, how teams are going to decide certain things. Yeah, so one of the big things is, the. let's go ahead and just move on to the Lakers then. Yeah, because the Lakers, they held out for Kawhi this whole time, and mm-hmm. they, got, they got fucked over. <laughs> yeah. Say, let's say it. They got fucked over. <laughs> yeah, they got... You know what? Fuck it. It's the best team. It, it, they deserve it. <laughs> yeah, they do. I'm not really worried about. It. I mean, no, like if I'm there's, like, I think most people, Lakers are kind of like the Yankees or something, or the Cowboys. I think even so, like you either love them or you hate them. And and, as, and, and I don't like to see the Yankees. I mean, the in the Yankees and the Lakers and those type of teams. Oh yeah, it's to uh, succeed. Oh, trust me. Whenever the Cowboys. whenever I saw that Kawhi, they didn't get Kawhi, I was laughing my ass off. Yeah. Oh, and then the next thing. Was because Danny Green, which, mm. which usually people think, thought we thought he was going to go with he, Kawhi. Yeah. So he, so I think the big plan was if he stayed in Toronto, Danny would stay in Toronto. So but is Danny? No, Danny signed a a thirty million two year deal with the Lakers. Wow. Fifteen. Mi- so <laughs> did that break? To, when did that? <laughs> when did that break? That broke last night. As and, it, and see, like yeah, all these dominoes. I all I knew. Is I was really like tired. I was I was on the borderline of going to bed, oh, and then that shit, just yeah. popped up, and I'm like, "Holy crap! All right, I'm going to." Like, Dude, I was supposed. I'll, I'll evaluate this in the morning. I had to work at six six a.m. Yeah. this morning, so I went to bed around like eleven because I was already going late. Yeah. It's like shit. This is going to be too late. Then I wake up to my phone buzzing. I'm like, mm. oh, "What the fuck's that?" I'm just like half awake, and I open. It. Holy shit! Yeah. And then, but uh. <laughs> I started dying laughing in my bed because Danny Green did fifteen million for two years. Now, did he do that before or after? After, after the signing. Well, after. shit. So he had the nerve. Like, so he's like not on board with Kawhi. Then is that if um, that means anything, or the Clippers didn't, the, didn't no, pursue the re- it? No, the reports were that Danny was going to go for the most money. I think. Okay, that makes like, sense. I think he was originally going to stay in Toronto if Kawhi stayed in Toronto. So but he had money. He but. If it was anything else, I think he was going to look for his for him, his own self at yeah. that point. I, that makes sense. He's won plenty. He has two championships. Yeah, you know. So at that, this point, just set yourself up for the future. Hey, and I bet you, you know what happened. It, uh, we'll see if I... I bet you maybe the Clippers had something on the table, and as soon as Kawhi signed, the Lakers were like, oh, oh, crap. Uh, and then sent this bigger offer to Danny Green. Oh, it's de- they probably like up that offer like four million dollars, an extra four million dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's Sorry, I got the, a little loud all, right there. All these essentially all the signings that the Clippers, not the Clippers, the Lakers did last night were all desperation. Oh moves. my gosh! Yeah, it's, they had about thirty two million dollars, and they have they, they were had probably about, scrambling. <laughs> so they had thirty two million dollars in cap space. Yeah, they were scrambling because they they Absolutely. there were reports saying that they were confident that they were going to get they were going to get Kawhi. So. But going after the Kawhi said he's going to the Clippers, they had $32 million in, in cap space to use. They used $15 million on Danny Green, mm-hmm. which is half of that money. Yeah. Then they, I want to say they spent, they re-signed um, Contavi- Caldwell Pope. Oh, they got Contavious. Uh, 
They resigned him. I need to look at. It. I need to find his money value. It's pretty high. I feel like he's well. He's been getting overpaid. I can tell you that. Oh yeah, he is. That man was getting paid a lot of money in Detroit, and that contract went with him. I'm pretty sure. Oh, it did. And because he was, they essentially resigned him though. But trying to find the Shams tweet. I think he was making like twenty million dollars a year. Easy. Yeah. Um. Because you know these freaking contractor at. Are just out of this world these days. Yeah, they're all out of. The- you get these role players, and they're making make yeah, fifteen million 15 a year, million dollars a year. Yeah. So, but I started dying laughing in my bed when it's a Danny Green for thirty million for two years, and like that's half of their cap space. Yeah. Um, I'm still trying to find it because I can't find anything on this one. Uh, oh well, but but I think but this- and then they then they re-signed Javel McGee. Caldwell, well, I get that. They called Will Pope, and now and I think they they also they need him, McGee. Then they got Quinn Cook this morning. Yeah, and I don't help you that. So, much. how much money do you think they have left in cap space after signing those four guys? Five mil, about six million yeah. left, which is nothing, and they still don't have a bench. Yeah, <laughs> which fuck the Lakers, dude. I mean, it always comes back to bite them. Yeah, like, it's. They, At this in this time of era, the last what twenty ever you know tail end of Kobe's career, ever since the Dwight thing has kind of just been crumbling. It's it's been a long. They road. deserve it. Yeah, they do. <laughs> it's been the only big free agent they've really but been able to pick up was LeBron last this year. This being said, I will say one thing: there's never been in the last probably fifty years. I don't know if that ever. I can't. You know, I, I my my knowledge is pretty good, but. That both the Clippers and the Lakers were good at the same time. That's going to be the first time in a while. Yeah, because they're Lob- going to be good teams this year. That's a given. Because Lob City was during <clears throat> the time when Kobe was in near the twilight mm-hmm. of his of his of his years yep. there, and they were missing six straight playoffs. Yeah, not good. Yeah, it's and I can see now. Both and then teams we are, knew what the Clippers were for the longest time. I bought. I I still think I don't. LA's not confident. It's not for a shot, surefire playoff team to me. Uh, I think they're both playoff teams. 100%. I they, like if the problem is what I'm thinking with because OKC drops out now. If you but you got to think about the you got to think about the mm-hmm. Lakers' health though overall. Yeah, I get that's it. that's the one factor I'm like because I'm starting to put in, especially after what happened last year with the Spurs. You mm-hmm. kind of had to factor injuries into the matter. Yeah, you have to think that some players are going to go down in the middle of the year. I think I think overall I think they'll stay pretty healthy. I think LeBron will be good to go this offseason being off probably helping him a lot. Anthony Davis though. I that's, think Davis is our, I think Davis half the time just didn't want to play and he was full of crap. Prom, even, I think that but changes. Not, I, think, I bet you not just last season though, but Anthony Davis has been injury prone in seasons he wanted to play. <clears throat> well, you think maybe. But I think he was always in the back of his head cautious cuz he was on a crappy team. He's like, still, "Why why would I come back early?" Still there he's had there's been documented injuries still yeah, and he's in, he's injury prone as a player as a whole. For sure. So For sure, you still have you still have to worry about that. Uh, if you're the Lakers, you're worried that you don't have a bench to go to that you can rely on. Anthony Davis is very injury prone. LeBron's in the twilight of his prime, and he's just getting older than he. Yeah, the years are just racking up. If LeBron goes down, you don't really. The next guy up is Anthony Davis, and you don't really have anyone else behind Anthony Anthony Davis to really. Except for Kuzma. Besides Kuzma's Kuzma, but got. he's still young. Yeah, I know. I mean, but he's an option. He's good. He's Kuzma an, is good. Yeah, he's an option, but he's not a LeBron, Anthony Davis, nah, all star level that's, yeah, brand yeah, yeah. type of guy that you can go to. You can't sure. do that. And the way that the league is going, especially after how this free agency is going right now, it's going to depth. You these teams are stacked. Look mm. at Utah. 
still look at the Spurs overall because the Spurs are stacked just within talent, young talent. Yeah. Um, st- look at New Orleans for sure. New Orleans, the these Mavs. Te- the Mavs are t- Hey, but you know, going to teams like that, like the Mavs now, that this changes their whole thing too. You're definitely not rushing KP back anytime soon. I think KP is still going to play at the beginning of the rest season cuz he they didn't rush him last season and he was healthy by the yeah, by the I, middle of the season. But I mean like we'll see. But like you know what I'm saying? Like there's no reason that cuz teams like that are going to really struggle now in the West even more so. Yo, so like in this this changes the future. Towns like Giannis, whenever he becomes a free agent or whatever it might be, is he staying? I still think Giannis is going to resign. I know that's what you're saying, but I and I because I think he's one of them people who wants to be the guy that brings it. He's got that old school like Mamba mentality yeah. kind of, but uh, like at the same time, man, this kind of makes everybody get shook in general, you know? Yeah. And overall, this the this way changes th- everything. The way the league is going to though, it it's, it seems it'd be all star duos. Yeah, it was going to the all all the all. Super teams. Yeah. Because it wasn't even like, you know, it's one thing that Kawhi was going, but the fact that Paul George just jumped on board, that was like, holy crap. Oh, yeah. that Coming off his best season ever. Yeah, exactly. MVP caliber season. Yeah. But that that changes up. Just besides Kawhi going to the Clippers, Paul George going along with him changes everything. Poor Russell Westbrook, man. Oh, we're, I feel so bad. He needs to go somewhere now. Well, hey, we're gonna, you think it's going to happen? We're going to... We're going to get into it when yeah. we come back from this quick break. Okay. We'll get into what's the next for OKC and yeah. what's, what the fuck are they going to do? I really want to talk about that one. Hey, guys. Have you ever listened to At The Line and then suddenly think, huh, I kind of want to make my own podcast? Well, guess what? I have something that's going to be the best tool for you in starting off you, your podcast. It's called Anchor. And this is what we use here at the line. One, it's absolutely free to use. And guess what? I know some of our hosting websites, they cost money to have you start your podcast, host it, and all that. Anchor doesn't do that. It's absolutely free. And there's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer if you don't have all the equipment that you want. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so you don't have to go to all these other websites and figure out, how do what what do I put? How do I get this? It's so confusing. Anchor, although, makes it easy for you, and they will put your podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many a more podcasting websites. And guess what? The best part of it, you can make money from your podcast, but no minimum listenership. That means you can do your podcast for free while making money. Who doesn't love that? And it's everything that you need to make your podcast in one place so make sure to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your free podcast i'm jonathan sanford former voice of the san antonio spurs you're listening to at the line podcast all right um we're back here at the line essentially emergency podcast i'm here with matt cather Former co co-worker with mine, and mate, we're gonna maybe hopefully have our own radio show soon. It's it's uh it's gonna happen. It'll be very 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 soon. soon. So yeah. we'll I'll plug that and I'll let you guys know where you can listen, when you can listen to that. That's gonna it's gonna be more general stuff. It's yeah, it's touch bases all across the all yeah. across the sports sphere. So that should be really fun when we get that started. It's gonna be a good time. But so we're talking about Kawhi and Paul George joining the Clippers. 
And now we got to talk about the future OKC with Paul George requesting this trade. Mm. First, there's a lot of tampering going on in this league. There's, yeah. it's, you can't, there's, the tampering rules are essentially not enforced at all. <laughs> they try to. Especially when Ka- Kawhi is recruiting Paul George to request a trade. Yeah. There's <laughs> but, always something behind the scenes going on. So they essentially trade, they trade Paul George in for, in return for five first round picks, which is one, Ma- they're set for the future. Massive. That's a fucking massive haul. That's so many. And then add on that you got you got so a nice point guard in Shea Gal Galajan I can't talk, say his name Gilius Alexander Gilius Alexander and then Jalio Gallinari which yeah, Gal- Gallinari kind of fills that small <clears throat> forward position. Gallinari's a solid player. That's oh, he's solid. Adi- that's a great addition. Uh, but great addition. so this kind of leaves you with Westbrook, who can't seem to keep a teammate. Yeah, you he's lost three All Star, All Team caliber MVP caliber, and you lost Kevin Durant. James Harden. James Harden was a trade, but yeah, still. Yeah, still. Kevin Durant leaves you, and then now Paul George leaves you. Yeah. You are doing something wrong in that sense. I don't I I really don't know. I don't know. Um it's a crazy situation. I feel like there's I feel like this isn't all like Russell's fault. I feel like maybe Definitely the OK, OKC organization after the whole Kevin Durant thing, I feel like was always Slowly on the decline, you know. Yeah, it had its chance. I looking back because I know Paul George. He he decided to resign, but that was after the Melo experiment too. The, well, Melo, that's the one player I would never bring on my team in the first place. But that's a whole nother story. He's probably going to the Lakers though, dude. He's so he's trash. He, uh, Melo's trash. Yeah, he is. He, in his prime, in his like early seasons, he was. He was good. Uh, yeah, all he was good at scoring the ball. He couldn't play any defense. Oh yeah, he was good at he was a good scorer, an all right scorer, a ball hog. But so but so now it seems that you'll give me that go- that <laughs> that thunder that the thunder may be going to rebuild mode. And there's yes, there's rumors that Russell and Stephen are Stephen Adams are on the trade block. That yeah, send them to Dallas. I would like to see see Stephen Adams. In like three different places. I like to see Steven Adams on the Spurs, but I know that's not going to happen with the, how the He's money a works. Top target for the Mavs, honestly. They've been talking about him Looking, for a little bit. I would love to see that on the Mavs. Just having that. I love Steven Adams. Steven Adams is probably one of my favorite players in the league. You gotta like. I would. Lo- you just gotta appreciate a player like that. That's a gritty. I love that grittiness. First He's, of all, his grit. He's strong as fuck, and yeah. that dude. That oh. dude. That dude can take a beating. Yeah, and he's good. And he's. And he's a good rebounder and can score down low. I mean, it's everything you want from a, a du- he's pretty much a double double, a yeah, solid double double. You, he's essentially a two way five. Yeah, he's yeah. a two way five that you can re- always rely on. Yeah, old school kind of. I love it. So, Mavs are the second place I would like yeah. to see him, and then third place would I would love to see him reunite with Cantor in Boston too. Hmm. Because Boston needs that kind of that five. But yeah, but I don't really want to see it. Boston. I, I'd love to just see Boston and Lakers. Just you know. I, I, kinda, I like the I like Boston a bit more because I like Tatum and stuff. Yeah. I like the players on Boston. I mean, they're definitely in some trouble up there. Oh, they're in a little trouble. I don't. I thought it was hilarious that they not only lost Kyrie but Terry Rozier. But they're not. They're not at nearly as. But they got Kemba. Like, yeah, true. And they're not. They're not nowhere near how bad the Knicks have fucked up this whole offseason. Yeah. yeah. But the boss, the Celtics, really thought they had uh, everything figured out, didn't they? Yeah, uh, but not, so. Steve, so but Westbrook, that's the big one. Yeah, where man, I don't know. This is this is a guy that some teams are looking to avoid. He's got it. No, I mean, well, I wouldn't. 
I love. I'm a huge Russell Westbrook fan. He's one of my favorite players I, in the NBA. I think he's overrated. To be in my in my opinion, I don't. Know. Honestly, in my opinion, I wouldn't go for Westbrook if I have a team. If I'm kind of a low lottery team, I might go for him, like Suns, something like that. But I, I would, as a Mavs fan, I would take him on the Mavs in a heartbeat right now. I would I, love it. I don't think I would like that though. I love it because he's too ball dominant. That takes the ball out of Luca's hand. I think you. I think I think he'll get over that. I think I think uh, with a team like that, that would be the best team he's ever won. He's too much ego, though. I, I don't think so. I think his do you I, push off to put? He's a very he's if a, he if he went to a different organization, I don't think I think he would lose that a little bit because he's because OKC's his house. You know what I'm saying? He's an alpha dog, and I don't I and he couldn't get rid of that. That's why Kevin Durant didn't like playing with him because he's. I don't think KD. I think KD enjoyed playing with him. I think KD wanted to go somewhere else. I still it's he has that alpha dog ment- mentality, but he tends to be very ball dominant. And yeah, whenever sure. you have a team of young guys like like Dallas that has Luca on there, Luca and KP, you kind of want to keep the ball in their hands and not take it away and give it to Russell, who's just trying to stat pad. In my opinion, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough one. Now, I think at this point in his career, that would change. I could be completely wrong because he's been in the league for a while now, and he hasn't changed. But I just too feel, much. but I feel like he had to do a lot of that in OKC too, though. Let's be real. There's some pretty shitty players on that team. Yeah, but Roberson, Andrew Roberson, couldn't make a shot if his life depended on it. Yeah, it's you know what I'm saying that man should not be starting. He's a great defender. Yeah, you know stuff he, like that. Yeah, you need a better team around him. But again, his ego tends to push people away. Where, and they I seen, think, I, like I said, I think it had to do with a little bit in OKC too, because that, like, that's where he started. That's where he's been. So I feel like that's like his like anybody that comes in his place is gonna have to. You probably, I don't know, man. It's a tough situation. It's a tough situation. But I, I just want I want Russell to succeed. I like Russell's game. And I want him to go somewhere that could help him, but I don't. I don't know what's going to happen to him. Okay, season. I think that's the interest. The most interesting question coming out of this. My, I think he's going to go east, just based on the talent that or that's in the west. It d- looks like teams don't really need point guards within the west. In the east, that's kind of a different story. I can see Miami trading for him. Yeah, I was about to say that's uh, funny that you say Miami. I feel like it's going to be something like that. Where honestly. I feel like Russell's super competitive and it might not come to this, but I feel like Russell might just be like, you know what? I'm just going to ball out, go somewhere that's really nice as like a, you know, really like when I mean nice is like a Miami area or like a really Orlando area, somewhere that's just yeah. nice, kick his feet up, collect a badass paycheck and ride off into the sunset and just keep playing ball and then retirement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hate to say that. But you know he might actually be what you're saying, and just be like, you know what? I'm just gonna go out there and stop my pads and on some crappy team and get paid a bunch of money because at this point in my career, you know what the hell? But obviously, I'm not gonna probably win a championship. No. Yeah, you, Russell. I mean, he might be able to. He if that team is the, the way, Lakers would take him. I. They don't have money though. That's what I'm saying. Have, he would have to take a pay, pay cut. They don't and have money. Don't and they don't would. have trade assets. And I don't. That's what I'm saying. He's still under contract, so yeah. he's not a free agent. So if I were him, and what I would probably do, the problem is it's not him though. It's I'd all, go to Miami. It's probably, but again, it's not him. It's and all OKC. Try, well, I'm just saying they're trying to get rid of Dragic anyways. So freaking ship Dragic and then uh, a couple picks and get uh, and get Russell. 
Yeah, I can see that. That's that seems very realistic. Yeah, that my, could happen Miami, because Gorin's pretty much was almost on his way out to Dallas, and then something fell apart. Yeah, Miami has money to definitely do it. Has the money and the assets yeah, to really trade for for sure. Trade for Russell, but and that'd be an ideal situation. And for I him. think and then ask, put him right next to Jimmy Butler. I know, wouldn't that be hilarious? What an interesting team that would be, Jimmy Butler and or Russell, Russell West. Westbrook. <laughs> that is very. Now that I think about it, like, please go to Miami. <laughs> Just for my entertainment, like, you probably have the two biggest ego, like, I mean, let's be real. I think Jimmy Butler is sick to say he's probably not a good teammate either. The thing is, though, he's ultra competitive, just like Russell, and a pain in the ass. Thing is, though, he, uh, Jimmy Butler actually has, like, a new documentary that, a self-documentary about his recruiting process. Yeah. The dude is a really cool dude. No, he seems great. I like Jimmy Butler. Yeah, he, I like Russell. I think they both seem all right. But, I mean, when it comes to basketball, there's something wrong, apparently. Definitely. <laughs> they really just really, I think, pissed some teammates off. Does, Imagine them being on the same it, team together. Those would be the two most yes. emotional teammates That's in the world. That's must-watch TV, bro. All right, now I need this. Yes. I need, I need Miami. That a great, like, as soon as I think, like, oh, my gosh. I need this now. I need this in my life. I agree. This this is Like, more, you got all these teams, super teams, and you got Miami with Jimmy Butler and Russell Westbrook. Th- this is just more push to the balance of the league where – in cocaine capital of the world. Like, they can okay. go off the edge. <laughs> I said Flo- Florida is the... I thought Florida was the meth capital of the world. Bro, man, all that cocaine come out of the... the Miami uh, Vice. Uh, you know, Colombia all the way through Haiti or what, Dominican Republic, whatever it is. It's there. Cuba, baby. Cuba. But uh, going back to the... That's amazing. I'm sorry. <laughs> going back to overall in this league, though, it looks like this league is kind of going to a... Duo league more than anything, yeah. and then a bench depth, which kind of the NBA Jam yeah. type world, yeah, which seems very interesting overall. So, name me your top three duos that you can think of at this moment, just this, with trades and everything. At this moment, yeah, um, that, that you are excited for. It doesn't have to be top skilled. Either. That I'm excited for, yeah. Um, I yeah, I'd probably say. Um, I mean, man, I'm really excited to see Kawhi and Paul George play. Why wouldn't I be? You know, yeah. Um, as a Mavs fan, I'm excited to see Luca and, and, and KP play together. That's going to be fun. These two young freaking European stallions, you know? And then I, I'm probably, I guess I would say, you know, probably maybe Kimba and them. I don't care to watch the Lakers, but I, I love Kimba. I'm excited to see him in a new outfit, um, playing with a little bit more talent around him and see what he can do. So that, and, you know, so Kimba and, and, and Tatum up there. Yeah. Something like that. I, I think that's what my opinion is. For me, it, it, that Mavericks duo that I'm excited about. Yeah. I'm excited about the Spurs' new duo of DeJounte Murray and Derek White. Yeah, for sure. And then I would have to go to like Hawaii Paul George. That, yeah, you have to. Then right? add in Pat, Patrick Beverly to that, too. Man, I really thought he was going to be a Mav. God, I love oh, Pat that. Oh, that's all right. Well, that wraps it up for this emergency. Hey, can I say emergency. one thing Go real ahead. quick? You thought Pat Beverly was a bulldog now? Well, now that he's got those guys on his oh, team. God. That's a defensive nightmare team. He's going to be in people's, you know what, every game. That dude, That's what I'm saying. You think Pat Beverly was fun to watch? Wait, wait until now. Now he's got a legit players on his team. He's going to be a, that guy. All right. That's all. I all right. Say. Well, where can they where can they find you, man? Hey, at m at mcather five two five on Twitter, and Twitter. then Cather Mad on Instagram. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate no you having me, man. All right, and thank you for coming on. This is a that this was the perfect time to record an emergency podcast and get you introduced to the At the Line listeners. Yeah, man, it's a pleasure. Thank All you. Right, well, you can find us on Twitter at At the Line Pond. You can find me at Ty Yeager Radio. You can find Mac at Mac Penn Media. 
You can also find our website at thelionpodcast.com where you can find all the places to listen to us if you already don't know how to get there. Also, you can find merchandise, all that stuff, all that really fun stuff. All right. Well, this has been Emergency Podcast. Mac and I will be, be back with a episode, I want to say Tuesday or Wednesday. So keep an ear out and we'll have a special guest on that show as well. See you guys next time. I'm Ty Yeager, and I want to introduce you to the Rise Up Podcast community, a community for podcasters created by podcasters, dedicated to the promotion and growth of podcasts everywhere. Rise Up is not a network. There are no contracts and no control over your content, just a vessel for you to spread the word of your work and connect with fellow podcasters to collaborate, create, and promote. And guess what? It doesn't cost you a single cent to join the community. Join the Rise Up Podcast community today by visiting our website at bit.ly slash riseuppodcommunity and follow the community on Twitter at rupodcommunity. Again, that's bit.ly slash riseuppodcommunity and at rupodcommunity on Twitter. Come and join the community of podcasts and rise up with us. Rise Up Podcast Community.